Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, welcome in. Making the Green Fantasy Football Podcast. We've got Uncle Tony. Crazy legs. What's going on? And we're here to talk a little fantasy football. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another Making the Green Fantasy Football Podcast. This is a very special night. Joining Uncle Tony and Crazy Legs is the one, the only, the doctor of love, Liff Lutheringer. Dr. Liv, was a hat to baby? Oh, my God, Tony. Careful. Pump your brakes over there, brother. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> but I'm well, happy to be here. Very happy to be yeah, here. Dr. Liv, we're glad welcome, to have you, welcome. my man. Thank you. Glad Thank to have you. you. And uh, tonight what we're doing is we just uh, uh, finished up a mock draft in our last podcast, but we want to open this up. This is a big, big draft week and weekend uh, coming up for the next 10 days. A lot of people, the majority of drafts are going on. So thought we'd bring uh, Dr. Liff in. Uh, let him ask uh, Crazy Legs and Uncle Tony some questions uh, and what he thinks and, and things that he'd like to talk about from a fantasy football perspective. Uh, give him a chance to ask the experts, as it were, and uh, and see see where we all can come to a conclusion. So, uh, Doctor Liff, you got some questions for us? Well, I have a question, but you said I was going to ask the experts. I thought I was going to ask you guys. Oh, that's what? <laughs> that's, don't that's ask why him. We have, that's we have crazy legs on. <laughs> Jake Jake is the Jake is the expert. Jake, well, okay, that you're right. So yeah, you should, yeah. he has more hardware. Sense you should have. Used he has the hardware to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I recently uh, listened to your uh, uh, wide receiver tiers, and and I will say I was I was completely in line with you guys on your your tier one Cup Chase and, and, and Jefferson. Uh, I believe was your was your top three. And then, and then my next ones, um, I think we were close, and y'all have to tell me, but I had Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, uh, CeeDee Lamb, and then Tyreek Hill. And I think, I think y'all threw him in at the bottom of that, right? Yeah. yeah okay. He, he, he slides in and out. Body, yeah. Y'all didn't. I, I think that's pretty close, yeah. isn't it? T. Higgins. Yeah, I agree I, with did that. you say T. Higgins? No, Tony, I think you're, you're a little bit in love with T. Higgins. I like He's too him, much in love. He's too yeah. much. Man, I, you like the way his pants fit, or what's going on there? <laughs> I just tell you. I know. All right, we'll see. No, we'll I do see. like T. Higgins yeah. uh, a lot, yeah. quite frankly, yeah. but I don't think he belongs in that second tier. So I'm I'm going yeah. with with legs on the okay. on, that, on that one for sure. Um, and then you know we got in. Who was it? Mike Evans. Y'all were comparing Mike Evans to somebody. Uh, Tyreek. Was it the Tyreek Mike Evans? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Evans yeah, had a better so. floor. I guess Hill's got mm-hmm. the better ceiling. Yeah. So yeah. the IT department has taken our six pack of Malort seltzer bet uh, <laughs> to see 
who's going to finish higher, Mike Evans and Tyree Kill. And we still haven't decided if it's the winner or the loser who has to drink the Malort Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can tell so. you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if y'all need help with that, let me know. Um, so then I'm going to drop down a little bit, but I remember the, the big debate over Mike Williams uh, and Michael Pittman. And, and, and I would have to say I probably fall on the Michael Pittman side of that argument. Sorry, Legs. Um, but my question right. on that is – what is going on with T.Y. Hilton? What y'all didn't mention him? He is not signed, right? But he's toying with the idea of playing. Yes. What's up there? Yes. Yeah. I, I think that would so. swing me, you know, depending on what he does. What do you I, got, Jake? He's still a free agent, I'm pretty sure, and has not signed with anyone. Uh, I think everyone assumed he was kind of going to make his way back to the Colts at some point on a cheap deal just to, just to be with them one more time. But. They have not signed him back. I don't think they maybe they don't want him back now because today was the waivers and cuts. So, so yeah. was it a mutual thing, Jacob? Was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was a contract ran out. He's just at that age where they're going youth, as you can tell. I think they're all their whole receiving core. I think is super young right now. So yeah, I'll yeah, tell you what happened. Pittman's like twenty four, I, I think, isn't he? He's yeah, young. and he's like the oldest. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. What happened is Alex Pierce is what happened. Um, they uh, drafted this kid, and he's done mm-hmm. pretty well. And so with uh, Pittman and Paris Campbell, if he stays healthy, and Alex mm-hmm. Pierce, there's no room for T.Y. Now, if something happens to one of those guys, I think T.Y. will be on speed now. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, well, and then, so that was, I, I think, that being the case, I probably am still on the Pittman side of, of that argument a little bit. Um, I do think he upgraded at quarterback. I, I think... Now I'm on I'm on Herbert. I like Herbert. Um I think everybody does. But Yeah. Um I do I, like just, I, I want to be yeah. sure cuz you know that that discussion <laughs> I mean. was surrounding differences from this year to last year and expectation. I want to be clear about that. No, no, no. I not Michael Pittman's you made a good expectation. Argument. Yeah, should, should be, be should higher. be higher. But his 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 argument his argument was that oh Williams finished better last year so Pittman has to finish better this year that makes no sense why does he have to be better what I heard Lex was that was that Williams has probably reached his his apex his, his peak I, yeah I, I don't see a lot of improvement for him and he's a damn good receiver but I think Pittman still has room. To, He's still on the uphill side. That's I, what I heard. I can I can somewhat agree with that. He is the younger receiver by a couple of years, so he definitely has room to grow. That's very true. Man, so. it's gonna be a. I like them both. Real, I like them both. So. I like them both too. I think I would probably go yeah. with Pittman uh, first, but um, yeah. He's right, so then here's first, the, I think, the other thing I, I had with y'all, and I think y'all yeah. helped convince yeah. me on this. Um, Kansas City. I think Kansas City, and I think Tyreek Hill. I think they all want to prove they can do it without the other. And I think they're all going to have a chip on their shoulders. And I think J.J. Schuster is going to come in there and go, hold my beer and watch this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a player. And, and so I think Kansas City, I'm still picking up on our podcast, I picked the uh, Chargers, and I'm going to stick with that. But Kansas City's starting to scare me a little bit. Yeah, I may have just recently listened to that said podcast and uh, heard those <laughs> those picks and those reasonings. Um, no, I I think and I think this might have been mentioned, um, I, which I, I love that I got the shout out for all my nice one liners that 
just kept it nice and simple for you boys. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think Kansas City this year, I mean, I'm trying not to be biased, but what I truly do think is, uh, and you can say the same for Aaron Rodgers also. They're both going to try to prove that they didn't need that yeah. number one receiver. Um, and I think pay, uh, pay, uh, Patrick Mahomes, a lot of people forget he came from Texas Tech where they just spread him out and slung it. And I think yeah. that's what you're going to see from the Chiefs. He's got MVS on the outside, Schuster in the middle, uh, Sky Moore could be on the other side. Who knows? So, and then Travis Kelsey. I think you're just going to see Patrick Mahomes just slinging it around. So there might not be that true wide receiver one go to maybe, but he. I could definitely see him being successful. So that's why I still like the Chiefs a lot. Obviously, love the Chargers too. But um, yeah, I think I think they're still going to be scary this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Tyreek Hill. I'm. A, I mean, I'm. I'm staying away from him just because where he's getting drafted. Just because I'm. It's, for me, it's not a thing with Hill. It's a thing with Tua. I just don't know if I trust Tua at all, really. But that's just the my o- take. The only deep throw I've seen on SportsCenter that he threw, he underthrew him. I mean, yeah. he, he didn't get it there. So I know. This <laughs> seems to validate the talk to me, you know. Yeah. And he hasn't played a full season yet either. So he can't stay healthy. So I, it, I feel like I just can't trust him enough to propel. Tyreek Hill to stay where he is. Yeah. 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 That's, that, that's a big difference in, uh, and why I think LJ is going to have to drink some. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else I had. Well, I well, guess to real quick, last thing, clarify yeah. the JK Dobbins thing. So he, is this his second year and he was injured all last year? Is that, Tony, you seem to be very in his corner. And third year, talk me into he, it. He got injured last year. Um, halfway through the, his rookie year, he really took over that uh, running back position. And then, first preseason game, Jake, was it uh, something yeah. like that? He had um, he he had the ACL injury, and so now he's back. Uh, he's back now. So he's a third year running back, but didn't play at all last year. So yeah. uh, still a lot a lot of tread as if he were. Uh, on the um, a second year guy. Okay, I think the yeah, biggest thing for him though is that he's still questionable for the season opener, and so he's not going to be a hundred percent healthy to start the year, even if he yeah. even if he is out there. Um, but yeah, like the big kicker was that he didn't play at all last year, but then his rookie year, um, when they finally did hand the reins over to him in week eleven, he put up wide receiver two or wide receiver one numbers every week. So, yeah. well, now Dobbins is a running back, or right? Running back, yes. sorry, running back, yeah, yeah, running back, yeah, running back, yeah. Running back, yeah. yeah. Now I and I'll say this that the the thing that has helped Dobbins is that Gus Edwards is uh is still not ready and probably right, yeah. will not be ready. I think they uh, placed him on the Did they pup him? Did they put they him on the pups? I'll confirm six sets, four or six week, do you know? That's four week this year. Four week this year. Okay. So for the first four weeks, JK Dobbins has no competition. I mean Mike Davis is there, but um like I said, he, he doesn't have any competition. Right. So <laughs> if Dobbins said, is yeah. yeah. So if Dobbins uh, is is healthy, even at 75, 80 percent, if he's if he feels confident the knees there, you're looking at a 20 touches a game, uh, 15 carries, and he's going to get the goal line work. So yeah. uh, I, I I like Dobbins, especially, you know, where you can get him at. Yeah. Where'd you have him? He was he was a deep tier when he was four, three, he's late down there, three, four. Yeah. 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 He's like he's a fourth tier, fourth tier guy. Yeah. 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 
Hey, Cordell, Cordell Patterson, um, you, when you mentioned wide receiver to running back, I mean, <laughs> is he going to have another year? Like, I mean, I know he's got Mariota there, but I mean, what? A, yeah. What do you think? I there? think I'm a little worried about it being like a splash in the pan kind of deal. Uh, like, he's not, like, no one expected it. So defenses weren't gearing up for Cordell mm-hmm. Patterson. So he had a hell of a first half and then it just broke down. Um, yeah. I don't think his body's built up to be a true wide or running back one. Um, and so you saw that kind of at the back end, it tailored off. And I think defense has caught up to what the Falcons were trying to do with him. Um, and now just having Mariota back there instead of Matty Ice. Um, and with Drake London now being out there with picks, yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. they necessarily need Corey Patterson as much in the receiving game. So um, I don't see him. I don't see him doing anything like he did last year, but that doesn't mean he's a bad pick this year. Therefore, he's going. So, yeah. Yeah, he's going deep in drafts, and so I, I think Cordero actually had if, if in a PPR. I don't think you can trust him in a in a regular uh, a regular draft that's performance or a non PPR. Yeah. Uh, because here's here's the difference maker, Tyler Algier. Um, they've got a three down back uh, rookie. Uh, they didn't have that last year uh, with his talent. He's he's played a little bit in the preseason. Um, I think Cordero may the first two three ball games uh, may get. Uh, that level of uh, the volume that he had last year, but I suspect they will start mixing it in so they can use Corderell more special plays, trick plays, more out of the backfield, more spread him out. I, I think we'll see more of that. So I don't see Corderell having the kind of year that he had last year, but still, I think he's a good uh, RB three or flex play. Do you I, have his ADP there. anywhere close? In, in uh, yeah, he's around in round seven for what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, okay. So, which yeah, again, I like, I like, I like, I like the running backs after rounds four through six, pretty much. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Got him at 43 overall. So that's the yeah, fourth, fifth round. Something like that. Fourth round. Oh, you have him in the fourth or fifth round. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where no, do you have him? I, I'm seeing more. it in the seventh from the, what I'm seeing for an, an ADP. Well, so. yeah. And, and so let's see, I just happen to have. Because are you looking at his ranking or are you looking at his ADP? Uh, oh, that was his ranking. Sorry, that was not his ADP. My bad. I apologize. That's why I should not be on a podcast. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's but he went. Uh, I'm trying to find him here. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll the IT department's looking, and we'll find where. Well, he seventh, went seventh roundish round, so. sounds yeah right yeah yeah to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool, cool. Anywho. Well, well, tell us, Lyft, who who do you think if if you were drafting in the first round of a draft, who do you think would be your? Who are you targeting? Who do you think is the your your favorite draft pick this year? Man, I got people that are listening to this that I'm fixing to draft against. I don't think I want to tell that, dude. And I'm picking like at you're number smarter. nine. So you know, you're smarter <laughs> than the average. Okay. Yeah, that gives smarter a lot than of people a lot of information that they don't need to have. He is smarter <laughs> so, than the average bear. I'll good say question, that. but I'm I not saying, answering. I see. What All right, let doing. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You got the first round. You got the number one draft pick, Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey. What well, Tony? It, it, well, it depends in our league, and I know how you are, but you know the league that we primarily play in. That yeah. is, is yeah. I would say the most important to us. We are quarterback heavy. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm just saying, I, I I see a QB going going yeah. there. I really do. I I, I do agree with that. I, uh, but let's say in a PPR league, let's say in a PPR league that 
we might be playing in. Yeah. Yeah. A, nor- a yeah. normal and better way to play fantasy football, yes. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Um, perhaps. We've been playing it for 30 well, years. Yeah, I would say the, the experience in the years that league has gone on would say yeah. otherwise. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So if in a PPR first round, number one draft pick, do you think it's Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, or Cooper Cup? We'll put Cup in. You know, I I would just I would throw Austin Eckler in that mix. I I really would. Um, I think CMC. There's just too many unknowns. Uh, I would like to say CMC. Really, I think he is incredible. Um, I think Taylor's the safe. He's the safest bet. There's just no. His floor's pretty high. You know, I think Taylor would be the guy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I think I, I think most people agree with that. I th- um, yeah, I, I actually yeah. have Austin Eckler as number three on my list. I would go all three of those running backs before I considered Cooper Cup. So I, I think I would too, Jacob. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Yep, yep, I think so. Yep, yep. And you know that's funny. We mentioned that. So one of the things you know the um, uh, Isaiah Spiller, uh, the backup that they drafted this year, is hurt. Is he on pup, Jake? Do you know? Uh, did I he do on pup? not know. I don't think he did. I think he's just got a tweak, but. Yeah, it's with Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly is the backup there in the ha- in the handcuff to have. Uh, Isaiah Spiller has not done well in camp, and I think that has driven Austin Eckler up uh, up into that upper echelon. Who has an opportunity to be RB one for the year? Well, hey, so speaking of Ty- uh, uh, Jonathan uh, Taylor, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. What about Naheem Hines? I, I think I think he's going to have a surprisingly good year. Uh, I think he's going to yeah. catch a lot of balls out of the backfield, which I think Taylor can too. But uh, no, you're absolutely right. One of the things about Matt Ryan that's come up uh, and why Naeem Hines, you know, James White was always the guy that people mm-hmm. drafted late. Hey, give me a flex floor for a PPR league. I think Naeem Hines is going to do that this year because Matt Ryan manager. will dump the ball off. Yeah, and uh, you saw that <clears throat> with Tevin Coleman, Demonte Freeman. He will drop the ball off to his running back. And so I think Naheem Hines will have a big year with that. It, I think it also drives Taylor's value up a little. But no, I, I think if you're looking for that third down back that you need to take, I would take Naheem Hines before I took JD McKissick or um um the other one. Uh, I, I, I see crazy legs disagree. I don't agree with that at all, but that's just because I okay. think Well Naheem Hines finished as the running back fifty three last year. What and what, you're going to say the change from Wentz to 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 Ryan is going to propel him all the way up to to what thirties <laughs> thirties really he was fifty three it's going to bump him ten points for sure I think. yeah I think he I could mean, be a, I think he could spots. be a I, okay well then I'll say I don't mind drafting Hines then if it's like your last pick or something like that then especially mm-hmm. if you, maybe especially if you have Taylor there's the handcuff because it's not Philip Lindsay I don't think but I see Himes catching sixty balls. It's it's definitely possible, but I think that was with Philip Rivers, not with Jonathan Taylor there and Matt Ryan. But and the, and okay. this re- and this receiving core, so because Paris no, Campbell, that's Paris Campbell's healthy, that's his route that's is that true. two yard three yard slant. Yeah, I'm, that's true. I, I am a bigger fan of McKissick, and unfortunately for Brian Robinson being out, but McKissick I think retains that passing. That's down true. Role. Brian that's Robinson true. did he just get shot or something? Yeah, he got he shot got twice, shot. once in the leg and once in the butt. <laughs> 
That, I'm sorry, that's not really funny. I know, sure I know. I should have said it like that. Should have said it like that. But the so, glue is what it said. He got this is the glute. guy that was taking Antonio Gibson's job. Wasn't oh, he it? took it. He took he it. Took it. <laughs> he didn't yeah. take. Yeah. Was it Antonio Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the very first text I had in, in a group in a group text with my buddies was, "Wow, didn't know Gibson put a hit out on Robinson." <laughs> Shoot him in the honey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something bit me. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. it is a, it is very unfortunate because Robinson was about to have a great rookie year, I think. So Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Now I don't they still haven't revealed exactly his time to um Yeah, he, he has not been placed on the pup yet, so there, he. I don't know if that means he could be back in the first four weeks. Yeah, we were talking just the, just yesterday. What is the recovery time for being shot twice? Apparently, it's like, <laughs> is this Grand Theft Auto? You just restart the game and you're you're healed again. I don't know what happens, it's, but damn, uh, hmm. good honey sounds bad. I, I know. know it's merely a flesh wound. You might need yeah. that to run, but <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Well, that's good. Well, uh, lift those are good. Uh, uh, good questions. What else you got for us, Brindley? I, you know, the only other thing I was interested more in, and, and y'all started to get into it, but and, and maybe I finished my walk and didn't get to hear the rest. But <laughs> Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, talk to me there. Um, I, 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 t- I don't remember where. You, I think maybe Legs is Sutton. I, I can't remember. And you're Judy. Yeah. I, I tend yeah. to be Judy. Talk me out of it, Legs. I mean, what are they? Is there a difference in height? What's their? Yeah. So it's Sutton is definitely. Um, Characterized more as that dominant wide receiver one. Um, tall, big, fast, strong. Um, he's done it before as a rookie, I believe. Had a good breakout as a rookie. Uh, Judy's the savvy route runner, um, but we've seen the injury last year with Judy. Um, mm-hmm. I think the word coming out of camp is that Sutton's got that better rapport with Wilson at that moment. And mm-hmm. we're seeing that we're seeing that in his ADP too. Sutton's really climbing up the charts, which that might be a good thing for Judy because now because they were, I believe, only just a couple weeks ago being drafted back to back with each other, which is what struck mm-hmm. up the argument. Um, but now that I think there's actually like a three round difference even between them. But I still oh, like really? Cortland, yeah, I still like Cortland Sutton a lot. Um just because I think he's got the he's the guy that has the shot to finish as a wide receiver one this year. Where Judy, I think, yeah. is just more of a solid two. Yeah, and I, I will say when we were doing the rankings, you're, you're, you're right. It, it, I was really thinking of them one one a and and Judy, but now as camp has worn on, Cortland Sutton has taken the reins for the one. Mm. It looks like, but as uh, Jake said, uh, Cortland Sutton va- uh, draft position continues to rise, and that actually makes Judy a better value, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, because where you're drafting Sutton. Uh, there are some guys there that that could that could actually provide you some value if if you're if you're in that spot. You know, there's been a couple of guys, and I'll take you back a little bit. But and 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 Judy Judy's on this list, and I'll tell you why at the end. But I, I remember preseason early on, Antonio Brown. I just saw him make some catches, and and I remember thinking this kid's he's going to be good, and he and he was. I, I made some misses too, but the other one, this might be kind of a miss. But Brandon Lloyd, do you remember Brandon Lloyd? I thought yeah. he made some catches that I thought were unbelievable, and he was a better than average uh, a wide receiver. I saw yeah. some video uh, of tape of Jerry Judy getting off the line, and some of the stuff he was doing was filthy, nasty, wicked. Um, and it impressed the hell out of me. And so, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I've, I'm really intrigued with Jerry Judy. I mean, I hear what y'all are saying yeah. with Sutton, and I think you're probably right. He's the pick, but Judy is is uh, interesting. 
I, if you had to compare them now, and depending <clears throat> on what kind of offense they run, and Jake agree with me or disagree with me here, but I, I think you could compare uh, Sutton and Judy as DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, where mm. Sutton is the Metcalf and, and Judy is the Lockett. Uh, Judy is probably going to have more downfield throws, seam throws, whereas Metcalf is going to probably run a larger a larger tree where he can just about catch anything. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I think for me, what I truly believe, and it it, it kind of helps because the, the college leads me to this with Judy going to Alabama, but I see it much more like a comparison of like when the Falcons had Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, where Julio is just the big dominant athlete, athletic guy, Go up and get it. He's the touchdown machine. But here's Calvin Ridley, the savvy route runner, underneath guy, yards after catch kind of guy. And that's exactly what I think Sutton and Judy are. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I agree with that. Yeah. Hmm. And Calvin Ridley had a pretty damn good and year. Yeah, they, I think they both years. finished top twelve one year. So why is he out of the league? Oh, he bet. He bet games. No, or something. I don't exactly. get me started. This is it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Not yeah. I. He did. He technically he broke the rules. I get it. The ruling is dumb as hell. So well, but yeah, but Deshaun I, Watson gets ten. Well, okay. exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. let's say Deshaun Watson did sit out all sixteen or seventeen last year, right? Was that just? Yeah. That was not because of this, though. I thought. I thought was it because yeah. of it? I thought it was just because of the Texans as well. He just hated playing for him. It started as that, and then uh, okay, then this came out, and so but none like, of that counted. Couldn't trade it right as yeah. as suspension. No, yeah, he's got eleven games because he was rostered. He was on the active roster for every Did one he get of those paid? games. Did he got paid year. last year. Yeah, yeah, he got paid. Mm, wow. He will not get paid this year. <laughs> He's, mm. He has suspended eleven games, so I don't believe he gets paid. Now, there, there, I think yeah. there's some agreement in the in the suspension and the fine. So I want to say it was like a is it eleven games? And I want I don't know why I want to say five million dollars. I want to say or something. Like 11, I think I saw five, five or eleven million. and one. So yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's something those, like that. One of those, so, something like that, which yeah. is a small percentage for what they're paying them. So yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Jacoby Briss is like uh, that's good. I oh, did. I did see a funny, a funny. Uh, well, it's it's called yeah, meme or whatever, and it's uh, it's Deshaun Watson and Calvin really hanging out, and Deshaun's like, all right, I'm gonna go go get me yourself a massage real quick, and and, and like there's a guy in the background that's supposed to be like the NFL, and he says, oh, that's really cool, man, and then Calvin Ridley's like, oh, I'm gonna go play some one Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day bet, and the, the NFL's like, hold my beer, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so <laughs> can you? Can you tell that Jake has Calvin Ridley on a dynasty? Yeah, team? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it does make a little sense now. Yeah, I'm a little biased on it, but that's all right. I, I will say the punishment does seem to be uh, a little lopsided, yeah. right? A little yeah. lopsided, a little yes. lopsided. Yeah. Uh, in the right. wrong direction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But it is what it is. Well, Liv, well, Liv, tell us before we have to sign off here tonight and 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 move on and get ready for drafts and stuff. What? Tell us what your we're, we're kind of go around here and ask everybody what's your favorite draft strategy. So, so what's your what's your favorite draft strategy? Do you like to hey I'm not taking a running back early. I'm not taking a wide receiver early, or hey I'm just going with the flow. What's what's your draft strategy? I mean, my, here's what I want my draft strategy to be: is to take the best available player, the best value at the pick. That's what I attempt to do. Now, with that said, I tend to lean into running backs a little bit early. Um, I tend to uh, put off a quarterback sometimes a little bit too long, but I think the way the NFL has has morphed that you can get some value at quarterback still late. I, I really I think you can. 
Um, but I've thought that before, and and I'll do that, and then a lot of times I'll get two good quarterbacks, and it's kind of like in the NFL when you got two like average quarterbacks, you really got no quarterbacks, <laughs> um, in my opinion. So so I, I tend to be running back a little heavy uh, uh, first, but I'm trying to get the best value. Um, um, and, and then I just I'll keep putting the quarterback off if 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 in my tears if in my tears I've still got one I've got enough left to get back to me and I'll tell you this I tend to watch who's got quarterbacks and who doesn't that's going to draft in front of me and every now and then you, we'll get a buddy who will remain nameless but that takes sometimes three quarterbacks in the first five rounds and screws the whole pooch up but. His name's um, been dropped already in the last. Yeah. I dropped him in the mock draft last. <laughs> okay, night, Bob so. Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it wasn't so, Bob Hubbard. Yeah, Bob Hubbard. There's two of them. I dropped David Pike. Yeah, so Bob Hubbard too. Yeah, so there you go. We love you, Bob. You got two assholes. Though. I don't like Dave though. Yeah. yeah. So Josh I guess that's what I do, um, Tony. Um, okay. Yeah. Good. Good. But if that Jake quarterback, was, if that good quarterback is there, I will take him first round. No, no yeah. doubt, because our re- league is heavy, heavily based on quarterback. Hey, that's true. Jake. What's uh? What's your favorite draft strategy? Yeah, I I tend to definitely lean running back heavy in the first three rounds, especially for this year. And we talked about it a little bit. When we did the mock draft. Like I took, I still took Justin Jefferson. I think at the fifth pick, um, just because I like him there. But I still backed it up with two running backs because I really hate leaving the first three rounds without two running backs. Because um, it's just it just drops off so so much quicker than wide receivers. It does. I, mm-hmm. And so I I'm just so I'm just too a little worried about going into those mid rounds without with without two running backs. So I typically lean that direction, but like Liv said, it I'm trying to take the best player available still. I'm not going to overreach just cuz I'm worried about it. Um yeah. and then yeah, I love the late round QB. I don't think I've ever taken a tight end or a QB in the top 5 rounds of a draft ever. Um I tend to always wait on those guys and just try to find value there as I can throughout the draft. So but yeah, running back early and then waiting on tight end and QB. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, I have found that my drafts are much more successful when my first pick is a running back. Um, that, it, for some reason, especially if I'm in the top half or the top eight picks of a draft, I really, there's an opportunity to get a running back that can that cannot lose the season for you. Yeah. A wide receiver could lose the season for you if taken in the top round. A tight end could lose the season for you if taken in the top round. You know, for Travis Kelsey in some situation, a quarterback could lose the season for you. But normally, a running back doesn't do that, unless, of course, there's a, a catastrophic injury. But, right. Um, yeah. uh, but that's uh, that's normally been the case. Or so the dreaded hamstring. Good lord, the dreaded hamstring. Yeah, the dreaded hamstring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Definitely you know, I, going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac Bruce. Um, <laughs> he had a hamstring injury for twelve weeks. Um, yeah. The yeah, uh, you know. I am. I am probably. I try to be balanced more than anything else. I. Yeah. I, I, it, I found that I used my tiers to try to bounce back and forth, find the highest value in a tier, and if all of a sudden my highest tier running back I get in two 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 separate rounds, then I've I've all of a sudden I'm flipped to the running back. But I feel good about that tier. Mm. Um, but I do try to be balanced where I'm. I'm running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, or vice versa. Whenever I see myself get that that quarterback in between those, it sometimes throws off the remainder of my draft. It's kind of tough to tough to get around that, but uh, uh, you never know, and uh, you never know. You know, so the toughest I, thing for yeah. me in a draft is like you know, so so I'm I'm going to be I'm late in the first round, early in the second, 
and there's a guy I really want. It's not time to take him. It's not time to take him, but he yep. ain't going to be there at the bottom of the third. You know, there's no yep. way. And we don't, there's no trade going on in fantasy football usually. So, yeah. If you want a guy, you better take him. You know, yeah, especially that so. back end turn that you're talking about. I I think yeah. I hate drafting the most there this year. It's nine through twelve. I'm not a fan of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a tough year to be nine through twelve. I yeah. I'd say I'd say it's a good year. I think it's a good year to be drafting third, fourth, or fifth, um, because you're going to get somebody else is going to decide for you mm-hmm. who is who who comes to you at three, whether it's McCaffrey. Taylor or, or Eckler or Cup, right? Or or Justin Jefferson. If you if you're at the five hole and in a regular draft and you get any one of those five, you, you feel be, pretty good. You feel yeah. good. Yeah. You feel yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that's a I think that's a that's a done deal. So um well all right. Well guys, you got uh you got anything else you'd like to add for our listeners out there? Any sage advice as they come into this uh Important draft weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend, before they uh, hit the hit the lake and and start ta- bad mouthing each other's fantasy football teams. What what advice do you have out there? Yes, to me. Yeah. Okay. My best advice, advice is is monitor your drinking so you can stay awake for the entire draft. <laughs> That's my advice. <laughs> You stole, Let's you, just say, you stole mine, I've been, yeah. I've been through some drafts where people did not exercise moderation yeah. in any form or fashion. Yeah. And in fact, do you remember one year, and it was back when Emmett Smith was the guy, right? And somebody yeah. like around 17 goes, Emmett Smith. You know, it's Emmett like, Smith. good God. No, no, yeah, no. We call you it a Meisenheimer. Meisenheimer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's gone. No, he's gone. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, and don't and along those lines, don't bring a margarita machine to a draft. Yeah, that's yeah. that's also. It didn't turn out good one time. So no, it didn't. Yeah. It turned out good once, but it did not turn. Out. Yeah. So, Jake, what's your what's your advice? I I mean, unfortunately, the first thing that came to my mind was the exact same thing. Uh, I would say to add on, don't take a fantasy football trip to Austin, Texas. Um, and and then and then don't mix Red Bull and vodka right before your draft. So yeah, yeah. Mm. You don't want to be that guy that has too much fun during the day, and then we end up auto drafting for your ass, and then you end up coming in, and then you end up coming in third in the league. So yeah. <laughs> taking some money. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna be a little more straightforward and. <laughs> And, and that's don't draft any New York Giants. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good advice. Don't pass out at your Chicago Bears. Don't pass out at your draft and don't draft any New York Giants. There if you, you do those two things, you can't you're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> you're, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So, uh, well, Liv, hey, man, thank you very much for visiting. We appreciate it. Making the Green yeah, Podcast. Uh, we, we always enjoy our time over on the just press play pod with the boys. And, uh, I think, uh, uh, prestige worldwide and I would, uh, would welcome the chance to get back on and, and, and talk a little football. Oh, as we're we going to do that this, football, this season. Uh, football season for sure. For sure. All absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we thank everybody. Good luck. If you're drafting this weekend, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with maybe one podcast to give you that, that final final if you're uh, one of those real uh, real serious uh, leagues that's drafting the day before uh, the, the season or maybe you draft after the day the first day of the season so uh, we'll still be back for that and then and, and maybe give you some uh, uh, starting 
uh, starting lineup tips uh, next week as well. So, because uh, baby, football's coming. We got it. We got it. It's draft Dr. Time. Liff. At, Dr. Liff, as always, thank you so much for for joining us. Enjoy, uh, guys. Crazy legs, awesome. All right, y'all be safe. And uh, if can't be good, be good at it. Peace. Cash out. That went pretty well.